the forces with me. I want to force the forces with me. everybody welcome it is thursday night we are here on the cantina happy hour we are ready to talk star wars star wars nothing but star wars i am your host david we are so glad you're here you're watching the show with us we'd love to see your comments with me as always is debbie how are you debbie i'm good excited to discuss the season finale it was a short season finale this 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 season. It was it was, but it was jam packed. I mean, oh, come yeah. on. It was nonstop. <laughs> um also with us tonight is Cam from Cam and Focus. How are Hello. You? Doing good. How are you? Oh, we're good. Always good. It's it's nice and warm here. I needed to put my tank top on today. Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Mandalorian. We are, we are sadly at the season finale of season three of the Mandalorian. Um, it's, it's kind of a bittersweet ending just because I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready for another season, but who knows when that will happen. You've got so much other stuff coming out. John. John Biscardi, yeah, yeah. Sure, why not? They're cap guns. You got a problem with that? Um This was uh this episode was just uh we were it was nonstop action packed, like Debbie said. This was your this was a Michael Bay episode. Dave, we know you're watching. This was your Michael Bay episode. Go watch it. You'll like it. Just a whole lot of pew, pew, shoot, shoot, gun, gun. Pew, pew. Um, a lot of it was. Uh, nah, I don't want to say. I, I mean, some of it I didn't see coming. Like the whole bit with uh, that. There was there was a scene. Now, obviously, Din Djarin got captured at the end of the last episode. Um. And then you had the other Mandos, and they were blocked off, and Paz had the most heroic death on TV this year. We miss you, Paz. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, I... So Grogu shows up to help Din Djarin. He just, I mean, just out of nowhere, he, they've got him captured and we, we roll into this fight scene with, with him and the stormtroopers and the Praetorian guards that the, the fight between him and the Praetorian guards, which was just, I, I don't know. I love watching that little thing jump around <laughs> the little puppet. Yeah, it was definitely uh, definitely fun to watch. 
and and what, what what's funny is uh you know with the, the the limitations of the puppetry you know typically whenever people jump you have some kind of wind up and then they launch whereas with grogu it's just like he just teleports from place to place <laughs> yeah yeah Victorian guards are elite soldiers with the best training and equipment available, yet they couldn't beat a baby who who trained them. Voldemort. Yeah. So uh, I I kept waiting for this to happen, and it didn't really happen until... The, why didn't Grogu... Why wasn't he using the Force and throwing these guys around a lot sooner? I don't know. I, I, was, I, mean, I was really looking I, forward to that. I think it still wears him out a bit because when he does use it, I mean, at least now he doesn't fall asleep. Like before, you know, he would just, when he would use the force, he would just sit down and plop over and take a nap. Now he's just sitting down. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe he's scared to use it unless he absolutely has to. I was just ready for a scene like in uh, Revenge of the Sith when Yoda walked into the Emperor's throne room and those guards were just standing there and all of a sudden they were just like, and they were not there. I th I think a lot of it might, might have to do with the fact that Grogu isn't adept at using the Force in a combative situation just yet. Um, I mean, it, it, I mean, obviously he's used the force before, uh, but it, it was more passive. It was more instinctual. Whereas with this, he actually had to direct it to action. Uh, and we hadn't really seen much of that before. So it, it, it was probably a bit of, uh, I don't want to say a learning curve, but definitely a, a different application of the force than he was used to. So he, he probably just didn't have the grasp of that yet. Yeah, that and the fact, I mean, he spent two years with, with Luke, so we know he's learned, you can't tell me he hasn't learned a crap ton of stuff. He learned he, how to he, jump. He learned yeah. how to jump. He, he's learned. <laughs> that's all we were shown, really. And, and obviously he's And lifting some, frogs, yeah. you know. He's got some kind of control of it, too, because like you said, he doesn't pass out and fall asleep anymore when, mm -hmm. you know, after, after a one-time use kind of thing. You know, he's more comfortable using it i guess is a good way to put it so yeah i just think that yeah he's learned probably quite a bit with luke but has never really had to use it in a real life situation where you know there's i mean there's all kinds of stuff going on you know so i think yeah, it might be some kind of learning curve, and he's never really had to... I mean, he's used it in the past in certain situations, but really not for a long period of time. And, I mean, he was enjoying himself. When he was up on that little uh, platform trying to get away from the the guards, I mean, you can hear him laughing. Oh, yeah. He's enjoying himself. He's having a blast. He's partying. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, honestly, that, that that right there was probably probably the most cartoony that the Mandalorian has ever gotten. All that, <laughs> all, all, all that was missing was the music. Little Benny Hill. Somebody needs to add that to a video now. 
Oh, I might do it. I got my. I found. I finally found my video editing software. So maybe I'll uh, make that happen. Do it. Do it. Um, uh, you also had well uh, besides Grogu and then doing their thing, you had the other Mandalorians. They have uh, begun this fight. I want to know what your thoughts are because Debbie, you seemed rather adamant about this last week. Yeah, I do apologize to the armor. <laughs> That's I what I was going for. I apologize. Everybody and, and saw really, that I'm well. not mad about it. I'm not. I'm mad, or I'm uh, I'm wrong all the time. So you know, no big deal for me. But <laughs> but I'm happy that it played out the way it did because, um, yeah, I, I thought for sure she was going to you know, betray everybody. Well, and she's I think, just playing the long game. I think <laughs> I was going to say, I think you weren't the only one because I saw several things online, Facebook and Instagram and stuff to where it was like, Oh, she's going to be, she's going to be working for Gideon by the end of this. Uh, a lot of, a lot of people talking about that um, just in chats, really. Well, there was a lot of people because I'm always on TikTok, but yeah, there was a lot of people, thinking the armor there's a lot of people thinking it was axe wolves which i guess that would make sense because you know she basically took her fleet back from him i mean he well, was like he was he's kind of the one that um speaking of the fleet isn't he the one he was the one that went back up to retrieve the fleet right mm -hmm. when they were um so Gideon wasn't even there, but uh, but that was one of the the things that I, I was almost I was looking at it when he goes up. They load everybody else onto the uh, the Fang fighters and they they land them all, and then he takes the uh, the cruiser and he's just basically crashes it. He pulls a Haldo. He pulls a there, look. They're, they're referencing the Last Jedi. You see that? <laughs> well, there was Phantom Menace in here too. Oh yeah, it was. It, it was With a lot the of uh, red. I don't know what those are called. Red barriers, red walls. Oh, the the, the it, he he called laser them like, walls or something. Yeah, he said he called them like shields. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, and and they well, and we got that kind of vibe with uh, Gideon when he was walking through there the first time around. I was, that was my first thought was, oh, Phantom Menace. <clears throat> he. And I don't know if you noticed this or not. Um, the 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 stormtrooper's armor was was Beskar. I'm gonna we're gonna assume it was Beskar because they were taking laser blasts as well, and it wasn't affecting them in any way, shape, or form. But if you go back and watch some of the fight sequence, especially between Den and the stormtroopers and Den and the Praetorian guards, he shoots them in the foot a lot. Well, the boots may was, not be made out of basketball. I was going to say, I think the boots are a weak point because there were two or three instances where he just he shot him in the foot. And I'm like, all right, well, if it works. Yeah, I I don't know how you would walk in Beskar boots. So that might be a thing. Uh, sh sure. Sure, whatever. Um. So he finally, he, 
Din Djarin is looking for Gideon's command center. And he actually, he contacts Bo. And he's like, hey, can you read me? I'm headed to the command center. It's almost like he meant to get captured. I, that was kind of the vibe I was getting. Because she, she even answered like, oh, okay, go go ahead. We're here. We're going to duke it out over here. So I'm just looking at this going, okay, so this was all part this is all part of the plan. Well, yeah, but they didn't even know the face was there originally. Ah, Well, yeah, that's true, too. There's always you always got to have a backup plan. You never know when you're going to run into an Imperial base. Ideally, you want to get to the command center. (laughs) Um, But he gets into the he gets into the command center and this is after the laser wall fight and we finally get a good look at these clones that that Gideon there they walk through the cloning the cloning facility and <clears throat> i was expecting snoke i was expecting palpatine i was expecting Well, Django Fett, maybe they did. They did kind of make it clear in the last episode that uh, what Gideon was doing was separate from Project Necromancer, right? Mm-hmm. But when he had walked through, um, I believe it was probably a different part of the base. We did see other uh, tanks that had that looked what looked like to be failed Snoke. Well, there was. I think that popped in season. Two, if I remember right. Yeah, in the uh, uh, the the volcano base on Navarro, I think. I think you're right. Yeah. So anyway, um, and we got a we got a good little jump scare there, just because. Poor Grogu. <laughs> poor poor Grogu. <laughs> and I I mean even Luke jumped when he was watching. He was like. <gasps> I was like, <laughs> honestly, I saw that coming a mile away. It's a, it, it's, it, it's a requirement. If you're, if you're slowly zooming in on somebody's face and they're behind a, a, a thing, a glass or in a tank or something, their eyes are going to pop open. It's like the scene in um, Jurassic was, Park. The, thank you, thank you. Yes, <laughs> the second Jurassic Park movie is like you knew that, yeah. or or the aliens. When they come up, exactly. You know that that thing's still alive. You know that, right? Yeah, I mean, you you even see it in the first Resident Evil movie. You know, when when everybody walks away and the camera zooms in on the girl floating in in the tank, and you just see, yeah, it's like, of course, why not? Why not? Why wouldn't it do that? I don't know. Get 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 okay so uh, so i don't know I, I haven't really talked to anybody else about this maybe you guys will kind of will agree with me or maybe you won't um i feel like in this season i feel like gideon was kind of an afterthought like he didn't really he didn't really play much of a role in how the story because well, he didn't unfolded. show up until like the last two episodes well yeah yeah but uh, but even then if it it felt like i mean i mean his real his only purpose in the previous episode was just to say, okay, well, the empire is working on this and this and this. And then now in this episode, it was just like, he was, he was just there to fight. Um, I don't know. I just didn't get quite, well, I didn't get much out of Gideon this time around. Everybody thought he was, um, dead. At least no. 
the Mandalorian. There was, there was no official. I mean, the only people who kind of knew that he might be alive is the people of the New Republic, and yeah, well, even then, it wasn't. It was because yeah, they found and, the yeah there was a lot of rumors going around. Yeah, they found the shuttle, and I mean, they speculated, you know, what was going on, but you know, I that never got to um the mandos so you know everybody else is just assuming he's in jail or he's in trial or he's dead so yeah there i think it was meant to be like a aha uh -huh, i am alive I, I thought it was fine um it was it was a fitting end to his chapter by the way spoilers here we are talking spoilers <laughs> if you have not watched the season finale of season three of the mandalorian I'm about to ruin it for you. He did die at the end of this one. Or did we think? All right, all right, fine, 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 fine. There, there, there's, there's two two theories rolling around the internet, and I kind of wait. Let me guess, because I I've, I've stayed off of I stayed off social media yesterday, and I really have kind of tried to avoid it today, so my mind wasn't altered. But let me guess, either one that was a clone. Mm -hmm. and the real one is still floating around somewhere mm -hmm. or two because he was wearing the beskar suit it actually protected him somewhat from the explosion and he may have just been injured really bad but he'll be back yeah. for season four those, those are the two theories yeah there's a uh mustache gate going on tiktok because the first two seasons he had a mustache the season oh. he didn't oh. and neither did the clone clones Oh, so yeah, so they're calling it Mustache Gate. <laughs> <sighs> you know, as people who like to theorize and oh. speculate, Gideon has a mustache. His clones didn't. Congratulations, Doombot made it to Star Wars before they made it to the MCU. <sighs> okay, all right. Well, uh -uh. I have to go back and look at that. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm uh, I'm honestly kind of hoping that that was one of his clones, simply because, uh, the, like I said, I didn't get much out of Gideon the, this season, and I I want more of him. You know, I want I want there to be something major, something like super super uh, insane for him to be a part of and be a central part of that. The story is going to completely re revolve around because him, because in, in this season, it, it was just like, Oh, Hey, by the way, he's still alive. Yeah. Well, and and, he's such a good uh, villain. I yeah, like him he, as a villain. Uh, Giancarlo does it so well. <laughs> he, he's, he's a great villain. He, um, he he's he's very cool and calculating, like uh, like I would expect Thrawn to be. But, but he also he huh? monologued. Oh, he he monologued, he monologued so much, and and, and uh, every every time I saw it coming, I was like, "Oh, this is where he's gonna give us a monologue. This is where he's gonna <laughs> tell us his brilliant plan." Uh, and he did. And it, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's it's fun on the one hand, but on the other hand, it's like, okay, come on. He's a better villain than that. Well, 
I mean, he's he's egotistical and he has to I think he has to prove his intellect and you know how he's just much more superior than anybody else. I mean, he narcissistic. That's what they do. Ambrose says uh you don't kill off a character of that magnitude by having him go grr and shake his fist at the fire. I honestly thought that that was I was like well I expected him to go out with a little more flair, a little more, excuse the pun, a little more bang than that. Yeah, so, I, I mean, yeah. he 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 basically, you know, pulled a uh, a Willem Dafoe and platoon. Ah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Um, so the Mandos get their the Mandos win the day really what it boils down to they won their planet back and um we we see the baptism ceremony again this time a little more safely you know the first time we saw it the the kid went under the water and then the alligator attacked him and then the second time we saw it then fell down an insanely huge hole <laughs> So this time we're just going to yep. scoop a cup full of water out and say, okay, there, yeah, yeah, you're good. It's good enough. Yeah. Well, well, the first time around they had to worry about a giant crocodile. And now this time around they have to worry about a giant mythosaur. So it, it was, it was, that was Darth Gator. <laughs> and he ate the Mandalorians, but not just the Mandalorians, the women DeLoreans and the children DeLoreans too. <laughs> Oh, okay. We need a new we need a new meme. We got to have a new meme. <laughs> oh lordy. Um. So we had the baptism scene. We had the the heartfelt Debbie. Did you cry when he said, "I'll adopt, I'll adopt him, and he can take the creed"? Was that was that heartfelt and loving to you, or? I didn't cry, but it was an all moment. I was just Aww. like, oh. And then the look on Grogu's face. I mean, he just like lit up like, oh, my God. You know, I got yeah. a daddy now. Space daddy. Yeah, that was. Uh, no, I did not cry. But well, yes. But... <laughs> you know, I honestly thought I was thinking that initially I was like, oh, my gosh, they're going to have the whole next season if he's going to have to go and try and find Grogu's parents. And we're going to have to go to the the yoda planet because nobody even knows nobody even knows where that is and he's gonna have to because we know from episode one that younglings are taken at a or that children are taken at a young age to be trained as jedi so grogu wouldn't even remember his parents theoretically yeah i I don't know I don't know. I th- that would work with that species. I'm a, I'm kind of glad that they that they didn't go the route of uh, oh we have to go and find Grogu's real parents because oh yeah I'm, I'm, uh, because yeah. because it well we've had enough uh, I mean in the Mandalorian even what we've had enough of hey in order to do this you have to go here and find these things and then you have well, to go here and talk to this person. The, yeah. the whole second season was like that. It was like yes. every episode was okay. We're gonna help you 
this far, but then you've got to go see this person who's going to help you a little further, but then you got to go see this person who's going to help you a step further than that. So, yeah, well, we had enough of that in The Rise of Skywalker. We don't need more of it. <laughs> it's dangerous to go alone. Here, take this. Here's a, here, here's a, here's a knife that mysteriously somehow matches the wreckage of the second death star from 30 years ago because how apparently did, that I, that doesn't deteriorate or how anything. does that happen <laughs> that's where one of willie's hit his treasure yeah yeah bad writing well that's just lazy writing i don't have the clip i need i need i need chris chris i need your clip that's yeah, just lazy writing. Oh. yeah she, she's holding the knife up to the death star and then deadpool just walks out like Really? <laughs> come on, guys. Couldn't have come up with some other way to do this. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would have been cool with a map. I would have been cool with word of mouth. I would have, uh, yeah. I I would have been cool with cave drawings, for God's sake. But I mean, that's just well, yeah, that I, just doesn't work it, for it's me. It's funny that you say that because I could have. I was just sitting there thinking. I was like, well. She could have been told or even like a riddle written on the side of a wall kind of a thing. But uh, or what, with with how the Sith Wayfinders were such a big deal. Why not? Why not there be a or, or some variant of a Wayfinder that takes her to the Death Star? Yeah. How did I, I don't remember. Um, how did how did Kylo find his? Did he so, have maps or something or? Um, I don't remember what led him to it. Uh, I think it was discussed briefly in the Rise of Skywalker the, novelization, but it was in the movie it, uh, when he was on. Um, oh Lord, Mustafar! When he was on Mustafar, it was in Vader's castle. He went to Vader's castle on Mustafar. That whole first scene was him right fighting the the Vader Vader cultists. Huh? Yeah. Well, yeah because thought, because it, the force he. Not not necessarily the force, but I mean, he's he was probably there just looking for artifacts. I mean, he worshipped Darth Vader, so that was his his idol and mentor. And I'm just I need I need well, something more. I need to find at the, more. At the same time, though, in the opening crawl of that movie, it said that Kylo Ren was basically on like uh, on some kind of crusade to find and kill Palpatine. So, so something along the way brought him to Vader's castle, where he found the Wayfinder, and boom. But uh, I, do, I do wish that they had kept in the scene where he talked to the uh, the eye of Webbish Bog. Now I'm going to have to go rewatch that movie. <laughs> I have been... Well, I, I watched recently The Force Awakens, which is my favorite of the trilogy. Um, but then I got on a Star Trek movie watch, so I've been watching I've, a lot of Star Trek movies. I've been meaning to watch Rogue One for a long time just because I want to watch it again because it's amazing. But what do I know? It is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he goes back to Navarro. They give him a house. What did you guys think of the new Marshal of Navarro? I thought that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I it's didn't. nice to have him back. Dad, Gubbin, I want to back. I wanted I wanted Timothy Oliphant back. I agree. I agree. Um he's feeling feel, uh filming his uh just a bad new season. 
He's okay, filming fine. the Cobb Van spinoff series, obviously. Ooh, I would not be mad. I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that too. But uh, <laughs> actually, Luke said, because I, I asked about it, and Luke was like, well, he's the marshal of his own town. He's not going to, you know, he's been taking care of those people. He's not going to leave them. And then he said, but wasn't he killed by Cad Bane? I said, well, he was shot. I don't think he was No, killed. that was a shoulder injury. No, I think uh, I think at the end of Book of Boba Fett, you see uh, the I don't remember what he's called uh, the, the the guy who does the cybernetics for the the Tatooine Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, you saw him working on Cobb Vance. Oh, I thought he was in a back to tank. I don't think so. I think he was on a uh, uh, ex- surgery table or exam That's table. Just great because now instead of going to watch Rogue One tomorrow, like I wanted to, I'm going to have to go back and watch the Book of Boba Fett <laughs> to find out what happened to Cobb Vance. Yeah, I wish I had my notes. I would look it up. <laughs> I have notes. They're just stupid. <laughs> You're going to go go back and watch the face-off between Cobb Vanth and Cad Bane. Go through it frame by frame. And it was like, oh my god, he didn't even hit Cobb Vanth. That is, that's just as good of an actor as Timothy Oliphant is. No, Co- Cobb Vanth shot first. That's, <laughs> that's what we're going to go with. Yep, and Cad Bane frame jumped to the, to the right. Yeah, that's right. The, in the Book of Boba Fett special edition. With amazing new upgraded special effects. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to step back to the baptism. Because uh, Din Djarin adopts him. He becomes Din Grogu. Which I kind of like that better than just Grogu. So it's Din Grogu now. Or Grogu Jaren. But why? I don't understand the name. It's like Son Goku. Just just Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Sorry. That's a, it, it's okay, Dave. I get it. I, I, I get you. it. I got you can talk I, directly to me that. now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't get because I'm I'm assuming Din is Din Jaren. Din is his first name. So why wouldn't be Grogu the Jaren? Why wouldn't why wouldn't Din be his family name at the first since he's but representing why? that family? Because Everybody he's... else in the Mandovers uses their last name. Fett, Kreez, uh, Vizla. No, it would mm. be Tan Clan Kreez. Well. But yeah, I, I I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, now hold on, because the the ones you just named off. Oh well, Paz Visla, I guess. No. Pre Visla Paz. No, even the Vislas. I was gonna say the ones you just named off are not part of the uh, the the Children of the Watch, the cult. So. Well, and and on top of that, then Jaren's not. He's a Mandalorian, but he's not. Mandalorian. He's not from the planet Mandalore. So who's to say that his that that that's his that's the way his family is. You know, they could have explained it or something. I don't know. It's a good it's a good thing Grogu wasn't adopted by the armorer because then it then it'd be the Grogu. (laughs) The Grogu. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Lord. 
I was, hey, nothing wrong with that. And so anyway, so he adopts the Grogu, then then Grogu. <laughs> and uh and he becomes his apprentice, even though he cannot speak the vowel, he still becomes his apprentice. And uh then she says, You have to leave Mandalore now and take him on his journeys. Just as you did when you were an apprentice. So that raises an interesting question. Is this the end of Din Djarin's The Mandalorian? And The Mandalorian will be, like I said two weeks ago, right before Celebration, and they announced it anyways. The Mandalorian will encompass the people, and maybe Din will pop in every once in a while, cameo kind of thing, saying, hey, we've been doing our thing. Or do they continue telling the story of Din Djarin and Grogu? They'll continue the story, but and I, I'm, I think I've said this before. I don't know if it was last season or, well, it definitely wasn't the first season, but maybe last season I said this. But the Mandalorian, I don't think they're talking about Din. I think they're they're speaking of Grogu. He's oh. the Mandalorian. This is his origin story. Hmm. Because, hmm. like I said before, who else is going to tame the Mythosaur? Grogu. He's already done it twice with the Rancor and the whatever yeah. that other thing was. The, um, the Rhino. The, the Mudhorn. Mud yeah, Mudhorn. Yeah. That's, yeah. Thank you. The Harry and, and you know when he looks right uh, after he gets adopted, and he looks into the water. I mean, he evidently he can feel the mythosaur, and the mythosaur can feel him. So foreshadowing. We did get we did get another glimpse of the mythosaur. That was yeah. So oh boy, I, I sure hope that Grogu makes a cameo in season four. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> that that little. Puppets, the greatest marketing thing ever. They've sold more toys than they know what to do with. All the t-shirts. You can't even buy a t-shirt now without Grogu on it. Yeah, I, I think maybe they'll go back to the like the season one formula of going on bounties. Well in the outer region or outer rims. Is it is it would it be bounties or um just checking imperial movements and things like that. Are we going to see them in um, Ahsoka? Because is Ahsoka going to be out on the Outer Rim looking for Thrawn? Could it be? Hmm. Have a nice little cameo with Den and Grogu. Maybe not a whole episode like they did with Book of Boba Fett, but... <laughs> Not a whole and half of the mean, season. I, mean a, I mean, like a whole episode, like where he's working with Ahsoka. Not a whole episode dedicated just to them. Right. So. Yeah. Well, when he was in the bar talking to Carson, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he said something about bounties, and well, you know, said I'm a bounty to hunter be by very trade. select in his cases. Yeah. He's an independent contractor for the New Republic now. So, like uh, Stephanie says, 
I think they're going to need a new ship. <laughs> I thank you. I've said that since the end of season two. He's going to have some kind of like towing line on the back of his ship, and you're just going to see the ship going by with like a coffin in the back. <laughs> I can take you in warm, or I can take you in cold, or I can take you in under the frigidness of space. And meanwhile, the the poor, the poor guys in the coffin being towed in the back. Let me out! R five, R five had a pretty big role in this one. He was the hero of the episode again. Yeah. Yes, falling in line with BB eight and R two, and is he going to become one of the more? I'm gonna save that question. I'm gonna save that because I've I've got an idea for for another episode. So. It, so we'll just save that. But yes, he he followed orders. He was very brave. He got the little uh, mouse, mouse droids. <laughs> I always wondered what those things were for. They're they're to go after droids and turn their sirens on. <laughs> they're little cop car Hot Wheels. Yeah. And they, did you notice they started hitting him too? They were just like they were. <laughs> Just like the cops. If the, if there's one thing that Star Wars always gets right, it's the droid humor. I don't know how they do it, but it, <laughs> they, they always get it right. Except for that one arc in the uh, Clone Wars, and we ignore that. But <laughs> I saw that, Debbie. It's okay. Um. So R five was a hero. That was a lot of fun. Um. Or something else I was going to try and bring up and I done forgot it now. Well, I'll bring up sentence while you're oh, thinking. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. So back at the bar or the rebel base or whatever that is base where he goes to see Carson. We'll call it a we'll, uh, military kicking and it's a fob. It's a forward operating base. Go for okay. it. We'll go with that. So Filoni was there. He was in the background. He didn't have any kind of Star Wars outfit on. Looked like he had on his black jacket and his cowboy hat. And, <laughs> and when uh, Grogu was sitting on the bar eating his little chicky nuggies, <clears throat> and he looks up and he sees the IG-11 head, the, the trooper helmet right next to it that had like, like a... Mm -hmm. That gave me death troopers, and I'm not talking about the black stormtroopers. Oh, I'm talking about the book. Oh, uh, with oh. the with the zombie stormtroopers. Yeah, zombie stormtroopers. Yeah, yeah, that that it gave me that kind of vibe, and I was like, oh, because that was a good book. If you, I don't know if you guys have read it or not. I have. Yeah, that that it's may have good. been that may have been the last one of the legends books that I read. Oh, good maybe. Book. I read there, was, there was there was death troopers stuff. and I think uh I think Red Harvest was yes not 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 it's uh, I think Red Harvest was its prequel wasn't it Ooh I don't with, remember with... I I just know I didn't like that one as much as I did the death troopers or whatever it was called No you're uh, right that's what it was I don't I know look covered vividly but... Lucas Films do you think you have the grapes to make a zombie a Star Wars show? Sure. That would be an awesome yeah, you know what the walking troops presentation at Halloween. 
They they honestly they did though in a sense because there was that scene in that scene. There was an arc from the Clone Wars that dealt with um uh the Geonosians and they were like Oh yeah raised from the dead Geonosians. It was right. two episodes, right. two or three episodes, I think. But it wasn't as graphic as the book was. Oh, the book. No, it was no. It's a kids show. It's a Saturday morning kids show. Come on now. <laughs> so I'm saying, so live yeah, action. I could see, I could see a live zombie action. movie. <laughs> that would make me happy. I could, yeah. I could do that. And Debbie, I hadn't even noticed that Dave Filoni was in that scene, and I'm, and now I'm sitting here thinking, hey. I use characters over and over again. Why don't I make myself a character so I can use myself over and over again? Well, he <laughs> the first season, the first season, the prisoner, the the episode called the prisoner. I think I think that's what it was called. Was the prisoner was uh he was one of the X wing fighter pilots. So I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, it makes sense that he would be at the at well the the rebel base earlier in this season when they were at that fob or whatever. Uh, he was there. So was Deborah Chow and the other guy. I can't remember his name. The yeah, all three of them were there. So, oh boy, I can't wait to get my Dave Filoni spinoff series. <laughs> <laughs> he will be part of the new Rogue Squadron movie that got canceled and is coming canceled. back. Is it, is is Patty Jenkins still directing that? Uh... No. No, no, they they shelved that whole movie, which I, I was kind of disappointed because I was kind of hoping for a Star Wars, Top Gun type of, you know, dog they, fighting. You know, they did that whole series of books that are now Legends, the uh, the the Rogue One series. Was it not Rogue One? Um, Rogue Squadron. X Thank you, Rogue Squadron yeah. series. And so, they had an X Wing series too, right? Well, that's, yeah, that's where it was. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was X-Wing. I think one of them was called Rogue Squadron, <laughs> one of the books. There was like nine or ten of those books, though, if I recall correctly. There's a lot of them. But, um, which I didn't, I didn't. I didn't get into those. Them. I think I read one or two, and then that type of storyline I would rather watch than try to read. Yeah. That's just me. So, yeah, they could definitely do that and tie in some more legends. I mean, goodness knows they've done enough of it. Um, anything else, Debbie? Did we miss anything? Uh, oh. Uh, Where's your notes? Possibly. I've got three pages here, people. Oh, good lord. Um, <laughs> Uh, possibly to tie in with the whole Grogu is the Mandalorian. Because um, we've seen uh, Gideon <laughs> crush the Darksaber. Oh, that's what that, that was what I was trying to think of. So, I mean, I don't know where it's at or if anybody grabbed it. But, you know, there's still a crystal in there. Unless there's that was a... totally crushed. But I was going to say, really... To, to break the dark saber like he did I don't see it being I just see the 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 motor the reflector you know all of that stuff being broken the crystal is still intact I'm gonna call I'm gonna call it that the dark saber is repairable 
Yeah, I, I would think that if they if they did happen to grab it, that Grogu could take the crystal and build his own lightsaber. No. And there yeah, and therefore just like the very first Mandalorian who he you know had a light he was Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So keeping with the lore. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing shit out there. It's not cut in stone. I, it would be fun, <laughs> yes. And and like I said, I don't think I think the dark saber now when he crushed it, I was like, oh no. But then I was like, ah, fix it. They can fix it. Yep. If if they can fix Darth Maul, they can fix the dark saber. Yep. I can I can see it now. Grogu gets the lightsaber, becomes a Jedi and or some form of a Jedi or something. As the years go on, he becomes very disgruntled and changes his name to Yogurt. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody I hate yogurt, especially with strawberries. <laughs> Use the Schwartz. Don't you have the Schwartz too? Well, see, he got the good side and I got the bad side. So there's two <laughs> sides to every Schwartz. <laughs> oh, um, God, I love that movie. I'm I'm going to relate a funny story. If you haven't seen the movie, the movie is Spaceballs. It's a Mel Brooks movie. And the only reason I say that is because there was... There was a time I was, we were at a, my Luke and myself, we were at a used bookstore and we were standing in line and the people in front of us had a little girl who was probably, you know, eight or nine years old, maybe 10, but she was sitting there talking to her mom and dad and her mom and dad were obviously very young. And, um, she looks at her mom and dad and she said, I think I want to be a druid. And me, sitting right behind them, of course, said, funny, she doesn't look Druish. <laughs> and they looked at me like I had snakes coming out of my nose. <laughs> They're like, what are you talking about? And I said, Spaceballs, have we not seen it? And then I looked at the, I looked at the guy at the register, and he's like, oh, oh my God. Like, I said, 1987, Mel Brooks, Spaceballs. They were, I think the mom even said, I was born in like 95. So I was like, I said, uh. okay. I said, go buy you a copy of Spaceballs, watch it, and then thank me later. <laughs> because that's an amazing movie. But I just thought it, they, they just they were like, they were shocked. I was like, have you not seen the movie? That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> oh, that's... I, I might have offended them, and if I did, and you're watching, I apologize. But it's funny. <laughs> how how dare you, Dave? How dare you insult somebody like that? <laughs> I take offense to that. I'm basically Jewish. My favorite movie's The Pianist. <laughs> <laughs> I take offense to the fact that everyone takes offense. Yeah, that too. For everything. Anyway. So what did you guys think of the very final scene? With, uh, with Din, Din Jaren at his house. It kicked back on the porch while he's watching the kid playing with his frogs. While Ben Grogu is playing with the frogs. <laughs> 
I'm a, I mean, I, I was fine with it until they did the, uh, the, uh, the, the, that, the yeah. fade. <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> I, I I think I'm gonna agree with you. I think that fade seemed out of place. It was um, so out of place. Like holy crap. <laughs> well, but that that also because you know if you were to end a a, a cartoon like that, let's say, because you just said it, that's all, folks. That's how they end. They they end on the circle, and you focus on the one thing, and then it closes out, and you're, you got the black screen, right? So that's why I was thinking, okay, this has got to be the end of. Din Djarin's story. He he will show up in further seasons of The Mandalorian, but he's not going to be the central character. As my thought is because they, they you know they did the they did the swoop and they well and they they did it well they could have done it that for that too. Yes, Stephanie, you're right. Well, Lucas used that in all the movies. Those transitions he did they, that. They were and... more prominent in the prequels. Yeah, they true. Were very noticeable. And he also did the circle thing, whatever you want to call it. Um, he did it. I'm trying to think. I don't know if he did it. I was thinking he did it at the end of every first movie. Like New Hope and Phantom Menace. Um, that's possible. And because because somebody that, was saying that just signified that was the end of part one. Oh, hmm. so maybe we'll have. But I'm thinking more. I'm pretty sure I remember seeing that like at the end of New Hope, and at the end of you Menace. You're right. Because now that you say that, I think I think you're right. And and again, the reason for for I mean, if you think about it, a new hope was built as a self-contained story. Mm -hmm. I mean, other than the fact that Darth Vader got away, it was because well, if this movie craps and fails, then at least it's just a self-contained. It's one one movie. It's we don't have to go anywhere else with it. And then, of course, it did what it did, and it became what it is, and we made more movies and all that other kind of fun stuff. But yeah, that uh, hmm, I've never thought of it that way. But I'll have to go back and watch. Now I've got to go back and watch A New Hope and Phantom Menace on top of the Book of Boba Fett and Rogue One. <laughs> it sounds like my weekend is shot. <laughs> You got to prioritize. You got to go with the best one first, which is obviously the Phantom Menace. And obviously, we saved the best one for last, <clears throat> New Hope. You save the best for last. That way, it leaves you. <laughs> it's like when you when you you got your meal in front of you, and you've got steak and a potato and the green beans. You eat your green beans first. So that you have the steak and potato flavor left in your mouth afterwards, and you don't have to worry about it. That's why we always eat dessert last, because we like having the, the sweet in our mouth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anything else, Debbie? Did we miss anything? Um, just to go along with with the uh, odd ending or happy ending, because nobody died. Thank God. 
everybody pretty much got their happy ending except for Gideon. Maybe Paz Vizsla. Maybe. Yeah, Paz Vizsla. Well, I meant in this no, last no, episode. Paz Vizsla had a good ending because he died a warrior's death. He yeah. died a warrior's death. Because so. there was a lot of speculation that somebody was going to die in this finale. And uh, there was also, I mean, we didn't get a cliffhanger or, or nothing. Now, it was there. This season has been so divisive for the fans because a lot of people have loved this season, a lot of people have hated this season. Uh, same with the finale. A lot of people loved it. A lot of people hated it because I think they were expecting epic season two ending with, you know, Skywalker coming in with, you know, with what he did. And we just got a nice little I, happy. I, ending. Uh, we didn't I, get a cameo. I, yeah. See, I gotta <laughs> say, I'm a little disappointed that I, I don't think it's the worst thing ever. I'm a little disappointed that we didn't get a cameo. I would have loved to have seen something that led into Ahsoka. I would have loved to have seen Thrawn or Sabine. And it's just, it's like a, hey, here's a little teaser for Ahsoka that's coming up in August. But Yeah, that, that was what I read a lot was, I think a lot of people, over. how's that? A lot of people were hoping for Thrawn, but I thought, I don't know, I think that would have been out of place to me for Mando. And I mean, now I think it's more for Ahsoka than it is Mando. Uh, and honestly, at this Ahsoka, point, I don't even see if Ahsoka is eight episodes long. Let's say she's eight episodes long. I don't see Thrawn making an appearance until like the fourth episode. Because or maybe towards the end, which will pe that, piss off a lot of people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's Thrawn? Where, where haven't we seen Thrawn? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Watch that that one shot in the trailer where you see Thrawn walking and the cameras behind him. That's going to be the last shot of this season, and that's going to be the first introduction to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've seen it already. We know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't. Um, I didn't. Uh, I didn't dislike this finale. I mean, I mean, I, uh, obviously, you guys know that I don't give a crap about cameos or whatever because that's just not me. But. Uh, the the finale as a whole did leave me kind of uh, it, it left me wanting and not necessarily you know ooh get me excited for the next season it was more that the the finale just felt kind of underwhelming you know anticlimactic yeah coming off the back of such a strong pre finale episode this one just felt I don't I don't know uh, like that like there's a hurricane and then this episode was just like a breeze yeah. Uh, well, it could did, be like the calm before the storm, too. If they had, we don't know what's going to happen in season four. If they had released it as a double, here's the the season finale, and it's a two episode season finale. Yeah, and you could have watched it back to back and straight through. I wonder if it would have had. I'm going to have to go back and watch that again now. See if it would have had a better. Yeah, I mean, I it doesn't help that the episodes only. Uh, I mean, not counting. The intro, the recap, and the end credits. The episode's only like thirty-four minutes long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, it it just kind of blew right by in a flash, and before I knew it, it was over. And then I was sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really wish, and the writers for Star Wars, whoever writes these shows and that, which is Filoni and and Favreau. Favreau. 
I think they should really take a good look at season three Picard. That is how you do a season. I mean, all the episodes were pretty much an hour long, well written. Not to say that, you know, these haven't been well written, but I mean, there was ups and downs. Season three of Picard has not been like that. I mean, it has been pretty much a nine out of 10 or a 10 out of 10 for all 10 episodes. And the you finale, Maloney, we know you're watching. <laughs> the so finale watch was fantastic. I mean, join me Friday night on uh, the Kick and I podcast because we are going to be talking about it. So, but yeah, that, yeah, they need to take notes because I don't get how they can do, you know, one episode's 30 minutes, one episode is almost an hour, and then, you know, you get one that's in between. I, the fin- Picard finale was 62 minutes. She don't tell me that. I gotta. I still gotta watch it. I gotta watch it yeah. before tomorrow night because. Well, now you know how much time to plan. Oh no! I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna turn it on at work and watch it while I'm working. Yeah. Well. Well. While I've liked each season of The Mandalorian, and I, you know, kind of like Book of Boba Fett, whatever. Uh, well, one thing I will say is that the pacing of each season feels really uneven because of the differing episode lengths. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really it's jarring to go from a, a solid like 51, 52 minute episode to like a 35 minute episode. And it's I, I truly I don't know why they did that. If, it, if, if they had to, you know, break it up, you know, in some way, then why not at least make each episode like 45, 50 minutes? consistently yeah Yeah. but that that's just me i mean i don't like waking up i don't like waiting a full week for an episode of family guys so i mean why would i (laughs) see that's because every show needs a hook needs a, a gimmick of some kind and this is their gimmick is that they their run times are inconsistent just a thought well i i know that was one of the other complaints on the internet today was that with this episode being so short it felt rushed everything felt rushed i mean yeah it was action-packed i enjoyed it i really liked it but yeah i mean i i think they could have slowed it down a little bit maybe had some more fights and i wouldn't say that it felt rushed but it felt like not a lot happened um i mean the 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 fights were fun i mean the the jet back the jetpack dog fight was a lot of fun to watch uh i mean bo katan fighting moff gideon was a lot of fun to watch but i mean at the end of the day that's kind of all it really felt like was just a few sequences that were fun to watch oh that was my one complaint somebody explained to me how with all the flying that they did between this episode and the previous episode they didn't run out of fuel whereas when they went to go uh follow the dragon or whatever the heck that thing was they ran out of fuel how do you know that that dragon thing wasn't uh a long further way away well they didn't make it seem that way but it just like it just seemed like they ran out of fuel so quickly and then yet they're flying all over the place in these two episodes and nobody runs out of fuel. I mean, 
Hello. Just my little bitch. That was my little bitch of the episode. <laughs> Their jetpacks are solar powered. Yeah. Yeah. They are green Mandalorian. <laughs> anyway, do we have anything else, Debbie? Did we get everything? Uh, I think so. I mean, I did love um, Grogu doing the little force bubble when the explosion was happening. The, 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 again, here's my pun. This was my dad pun, and I told this to Luke, and he just looked at me. The force field. <laughs> <laughs> well, it killed me because I, I had to laugh at that little scene because, you know, that Din was funny, there. Cam, and you know it. <laughs> See that there. what you just did? That was funny. <laughs> Din was there, and Grogu's sitting there, and then Bo slides in with her little shield. You know, I'm like, what the hell is that shield going to do with all that fire? I mean, really? Did you really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to stop a waterfall with a, a trash can lid. And honestly, the 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 build up to that, which I thought was great, because he crushed the dark saber. Gideon crushes the dark saber, and he says something like, "Mandalorians, if you take away their trinkets, mm-hmm. they're nothing." And she says, "No, Mandalorians work better together." And then all three of them converged and. Yes, they all worked better together. You know, he, you know, they, they all fought at one point or another. Grogu was throwing things around and knocking Gideon out of the way, knocking, knocking Gideon's weapons out of the way, things like that. So the, the teamwork play. They won yeah, with the power of friendship. That's right. Because <laughs> her, each uh, other. because Bo and Din can defeat them, defeat him on their own. It, it it took you know, like you said. Whoa! Quit it. Was that the cat? Yes, that was the cat. Chewy. I haven't, I haven't seen her this today. She's hiding. She's laying in front of me. Oh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So they both failed on their own. It wasn't until they all came together, or at least two of them teamed up, that they were able to supposedly defeat Gideon so it's been an enjoyable season honestly and I was talking to Luke about this too I I said I think I enjoyed season two the most of all I think season two for me was the 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 better of the three seasons thus far um it's just there, there was just a lot going on there there was a lot of I like Cobb Vanth Shoot me. I don't care. I like him too. He's a good character. Yeah. I, I hope he shows up in either four or five. So we need him back. Dave Filoni, John Favreau. We know you're watching. We want him back. Bring him back. And I hope it doesn't take them two years to come out with season four. Oh, God, help me. I, I know. Season, I mean, season four, uh, Favreau said season four has been written. And they're now writing season five. So, well, get well, on the ball, guys. Finish the one filming. before you go to the next one. 
I'm just like, come on, let's not make it a two year wait like this one was. A lot of people were, that was another thing people were upset about that they waited two years for this yeah. season. And there, yeah. like you said, there wasn't that ump. Well, you know, was it was it two years or was it even more? Because the first, might have been two and a half. I'm not sure. Didn't the first season start at 2019, or was it 2020? 19. That was the first season. So 2020 would have been the second season, and then Book of Boba Fett fell in there somewhere, probably 2021. So, and we don't really count that because that's. Yeah, it's Den's story, but <laughs> whatever. It's Din's story. Boba Fett's just the guy that gets us there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was disappointed the there was no Boba Fett in this episode. I, I was. Because I, I thought for sure with all the Mandalorians gathering that he would be there. In fact, no I cameos would... and throwbacks? Worst Star Wars ever! In fact, <laughs> it, it would not have surprised me at all if And this would have been the perfect spot for it. Is the they're loading up the 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 ships and they're flying down and the tie bombers and tie interceptors are coming after the cruiser and they're blowing up the cruiser and then all of a sudden here comes Slave One out of nowhere and he's helping protect the cruiser of to some degree. Boba Fett starship? No, Slave One. We see no. Slave One on this show. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Cam, Cam, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, shameless self-promotion. Debbie, what you got? Uh, tomorrow night, uh, Geek and I podcast, 8 o'clock Eastern. I think I'm going to are... try and be on that one as well. I think John Biscardi wants as many of us as right. can be. So, yeah, we'll be, uh, today was the season finale of Picard. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It was excellent. Um, I might have shed a tear or two during that episode. But, yeah, so we'll be discussing that. And then MCU Monday, from what I understand, we are discussing Andor. Ooh. Nice. Chris Does said, "You and I get to go watch Andor again." <laughs> Is Andor Mephisto? <laughs> well, I I asked him. I was like, "Are we doing a show Monday? And if so, what are we watching or what are we doing?" And he goes, "I think we'll do Andor. That'll motivate me to watch it." I he he is not going in with an open mind. I can guarantee that. So. Oh, no, <laughs> Chris, he has Chris not been is, a fan of the Star Wars shows. So I was going to say, Chris has been very hard hearted since. Uh, since the Disney acquisition, so yeah, so I I would expect a lot of uh, Chris rants, which he's very good at. I always yeah. look forward to them because they amuse me. So yeah, oh yeah, they're hilarious. <laughs> they make me laugh. Uh, Cam, shameless self promotion. A uh, new Cam and Focus came out today. Solid. A, a few hours ago, actually. Um, it, it's definitely a very different video from what I've typically done. I don't particular. I, I don't really analyze any movies or anything like that. I, I kind of talk about the state of the Star Wars fandom and how it affects 
my enjoyment of the franchise. Um, it, it, it's a just a quick like five minute video. Go watch it if you haven't. Um, it's definitely a ranty kind of video. Not everybody's going to agree with it. Uh, but if you, but just letting you know, if you don't agree with it, you're one of those people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you're you're part of the problem. <laughs> no, no, but uh, I'm I I I look at both sides of of the argument, and I think uh, I think every Star Wars fan will find a bit of themselves in it. Probably. <laughs> cool. Cool. Um, as far as I go, uh, we have Fan Expo coming up. We just this was just announced today. Carrie Ann Moss is going to be at Fan Expo this year. Ah, Trinity so, herself. Trinity, Trinity will be at the expo, and we cannot wait. Uh, both myself and Dave Gramillion will be at the expo covering it. I'm gonna try and do some live streams from it. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, Hayden Christensen was going to be there. Uh, Chevy Chase is going to be there. Rosario Dawson's going to be there. Vincent D'Onofrio is going to be there. I'm really? Like, I'm actually kind of excited about that one. Charlie Cox. Uh, so we'll have the Daredevil crew. Danny Trejo will be there. They announced now that uh, Kevin Smith, Jason Muse. Brian O'Halloran and Jeff Anderson from Clerks are all going to be there. Um, Sean Gunn is going to be there. Peter Weller will be there. It's going to be, it's going to be off the hook. It's going to be a lot of fun. Three days, June 9th through the 11th at Dallas Convention Center. You get the chance to come down to Dallas, or if you live in the Dallas area, Go to Fan Expo. Like I said, myself and Dave Gramillion will be there all three days. Um, it's just going to be a, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. You can come find us and say hi. It's great. Um, we will be back next week with Cantina Happy Hour. And I know we don't have a show to talk about, but don't worry about it. I've got some ideas. So do I. Oh, look look at that, Debbie being proactive about it. Very nice. Um, Doesn't happen very often, folks. <laughs> also, check out Captain's Logs and Lightsabers podcast. Yeah, I, actually, you can watch any one of our shows. Our YouTube shows are converted to podcasts, and they're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. You'll just look for Geek News Now. Don't look for GNN. Look for Geek News Now. Um, Saturdays, Geek Gauntlet. I had to stop and think for a minute. Geek Gauntlet is on Saturday evenings. Go check it out. They We cover Star Wars. MCU Mondays covers the MCU. Geek Gauntlet covers like everything. 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 They, they touch Gaming, on everything. anime, Star Wars, DC, MCU. Whatever. Yeah, whatever's big happening that week, they talk actually, about it. Actually, I was on last last week or week, week before last. I was on the Geek Gauntlet, so... Yeah. Oh, there he is. Hi, William. He is on. Show up at the last of the at the, show. At the last of the show, yeah. Thanks, see how it William. Is. See where we rank on your priority list. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, there he is. There he goes. Down! 
Well, that is going to be it for us this week. We will see you all next week. But until then, may the force 